in Hello. the Hello, check, check. Roger, Roger. Ready? Uh, oh, you're partying. Uh, Drinking this. Oh, okay, hey, mask Cheers. on. You're way too close to me without a mask on. Oh, my God. Put that Cheers. thing on. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm cheering you from way over here. Okay. All right. Gary, put your mask on, please. Oh, my God. Thank you. Broadcasting safely. Hang on, wait a second. They have a microphone on. Oh. Welcome to the Alternate Radio Show, number 364, broadcasting from Pono. Brother Timmy's in the house. Brother Timmy in the house. Timmy. He's uh, just yakking it up over there. No. Our guest tonight is the one and only, the influencer. Influencer. The influencer. Is that a capital I? <laughs> Mr. Garibaldi. Okay. You know what? My, my buddy. Check. Check. Hang on. Hold on. We got a problem with the microphone, everybody. Check, check, check. Checkity, check, check. Hello. It's on. Check, check. It's on. It's turned on. I'm here. I'm on? Yeah. Check, check. Keep going with the show, TC. All right, we're going to roll along, even if you can't hear me. Okay. Timmy, how are we doing over there tonight? We're live. You guys on Facebook live right now? We are at Pono. Timmy's here at the bar. They're slinging the food out the door here to go. And man, you guys should be ordering right now. Support Timmy his new adventure. Right, right here on Capitola Road. Just going. Let Timmy, go. duck your head in the back here. Wave to everybody on Santa Cruz Waves. That's Brother Tommy. Brother Timmy's here, everybody. Yes. Cooking up the grub. So, so this is complete amateur hour uh, with Neil uh, behind the uh, <laughs> behind the scenes right now. You know he's the he's the pilot that can't start the plane. Uh, we're going down in flames. Is this working? Yeah. Is mine working? Okay. Mine's well, check you know what, check. TC, I guess it's the TC and uh, influencer <laughs> show today. Mr. Influencer. Okay. Welcome to the show, by the way. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, and uh, yeah, my buddy uh, Mike Espinoza, who owns. Uh, uh, Black Pearl tattoo. He yes. made me uh, a superhero eye uh, uniform or uh, logo, I should say. It was pretty kick-ass. Is it's that like the Superman. capital I of the influencer? So you're going to be influencer. I man now? Is that the I, I, shortening? I am. All right. <laughs> yeah. We're shortening it. How are we doing technically over there, Neil? Are we Not good? All right. We're still going. We're still on Santa Cruz Waves live on their Facebook page. We might not get to your comments tonight because we're... Uh, on a, a limited crew because we're trying to be correct. And as of now, we're experiencing difficulty here. Well, you know, this is a high budget Technical. gig and uh, we have top of the line equipment. Sometimes it goes bad. This is from, this is a realistic uh, Radio Shack. Uh, do you remember these? Yeah. Do you remember those places? Wow, Radio Shack. Join in. Join in. I'm, I'm stoked to have Garen here. Stoked to have Garen here. Garen's wanted to come on the show for many, many moons. He's finally on it. Start talking. I have nothing to say. <laughs> well, Garen, <laughs> let's, let's figure out, what, when did you first come to Santa Cruz, California? Let's start there. I first came to Santa Cruz, I was, I was actually, I was born in Las Gatas, and then I believe before my first birthday, uh, moved to Pasatampo, and then I was known as the Pasatampo Punk. Uh, uh, until I think 1986 we lived there, and then uh, uh, I bounced around. Is it true that you were like 12 years old when you got your first tattoo? No. How old were you when you got your first tattoo? Uh, I tattooed myself, I think I was about 14. 
So not far off. Not far so off. So that, that was the road to the punk life right there, right? It started young. Honestly, my, the, the road to the punk rock life began when I went to Huntington Beach. I was 12 years old. No. Yeah, I was 12 years old, uh, and I was in the Santa Cruz Junior Lifeguards. And, uh, and actually, Mike Espinoza was with me at the time. But, you know, when you, when you go down and you go do the competitions, uh, you stay with host families. And I stayed with this one family, and they, they had this one guy. He was a skinhead, and he introduced us to punk rock, and we went to this place called Licorice Pizza, and I got my first couple punk rock uh, albums. Your first Mosh Pit experience? No, that didn't happen until uh, seventh grade. So you, you, your influence in punk rock was before, because you're kind of old. So it's been way early, right? It's 1979. Wow, so it wasn't kind of normal. How many colors of hair have you had? How many colors? Yeah. Like in your life, how many times do you, you mean? I've been, I've been doing my hair all screwed up, messed up, different hairstyles, hair colors, hair designs since like eighth grade, ninth grade. 50 colors? Is there that many colors? I don't know. I bet you have a bunch. You have a giant (laughs) punk tattoo. Can we see it? Can you show the, can you show our Facebook? Can we see the tattoo? He's, uh, Garen is you got to see the punk for life. There it is. Yeah. Kaboom. Hey, if you're going to stick with something, you might as well tattoo it. You're right? consistent. I, I'll give it to you. That's like my wife, Emily. We have our reset buttons. She yeah. has the same one. So you know, I'm sticking you know, with her for life. Quick story for my Facebook friends is that Garen's tattoos actually saved my life. Nearly saved my life. I. We were in Puerto Escondido, Mexico, <laughs> and we were a, a, all everybody with a big group of people, bunch of the Santa Cruz team, uh, the boys were there, big time party. We're at this bar, everybody's wasted, and this local criminal comes into the scene with a pizza knife, those round knives, and he's carrying it in the bar, and he's getting ready to stab somebody. Ready to stab uh, Eric Lamp. Eric Lamp, yep. yeah. Yeah, and I, we were standing right there. And you, all sweaty and sunburnt, covered in tattoos, got really mad and scared the guy off. Well, I was loud and obnoxious and drunk, first of all. And uh, you saved the life. Running. Uh, that's why the punk influencer, for life. That's why I have the new logo made by uh, Mike Espinoza, the uh, punk. No, the the punk for life. And this is definitely a lifesaver. I mean. <laughs> This is this is my uh, my my parting prize. Hey, I wanted to ask you about the North Shore this winter. You were how long did you go over to the North Shore this winter? I was over in the North Shore from let, let, okay. This is this is a good one. So because uh, all this crap's going down right now, uh, took off the uh, November thirteenth. Came back for. Uh, three or four days for Thanksgiving, went back uh, over the North Shore till December 21st, but then in flight, er, uh, Nelly, M- Nelly's Magic Moment. Shouts to Dave there you Nelson. Go, Dave Nelson. <laughs> he and I are doing uh, some projects with uh, um, Bay Photo, and we had to go over and interview uh, Kai Lenny. Hmm. So we, we island hopped, and uh, 
you know, when, when I finally did come home, Matt Rockhold and I with Buell Wetsuits, we, uh, we got home and like no more than a day and a half went by and we were both sick for the next two and a half months. So, so you think, think you might have... Uh, I could have probably brought the virus. <laughs> As I scoot out of the picture, everybody. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that. Then I realized it was just really <laughs> bad diarrhea. <laughs> Is he coughing over there right now? <laughs> I do, I'm doubled. Heck yeah, this guy's been traveling. I'm doubled up. You kidding me? Pinch that close. All right, we got that. So. Okay, so uh, this winter, what was the most memorable thing you saw on the North Shore? That was uh, surfing kind of related. Uh, surfing related. Um, you know, there, there, was one, there was one day where I, I think it was November 23rd, 23rd or 22nd or 21st, one of those days where it was just epic. It was big and it was just throwing. Pipeline was just going mental. And uh, I got several clips that were in the uh, runner-up for uh, uh, Wave of the Winter, the oh, O'Neill right. yeah, uh, yeah. thing. And... Uh, so one of my clips won, but they chose to uh, give it to another uh, filmer who had a crappier angle, I thought. Oh, but that's same okay. wave, same wave though. Same wave, yeah. Right. And who was that? And that was Jamie O'Brien. Oh, and Jamie O'Brien, of course. Well, you were there, kind of filming him. A bunch, I was, right? I was, yeah. I was, I went over with the Buell crew. I got Ryan and Rocky, and we had a bunch of Jads and Andre. I got Jamie O'Brien over there, but uh, it was we had a killer place over on Rocky Point, and um, you know there was. I'm not gonna not film the next person on the next wave, or you know. So I, I'm filming all my guys, and then anyone else that was getting barreled, doing airs, big turns, whatever. So. I, I mean, I'm still editing to this day because wow. I have so much footage. And then there was um, some uh, fun little sessions that went down at the Pipeline Skate Park, too. Mm, right. Jason Fletcher, yeah, right, right, yeah. Omar Hassan, yeah. uh, the Ruka crew, and uh, Red Bull. And, you know, I have my... Jamie, Jamie has a crew of fun guys, you know, for what he's doing. Well, and I've so been watching his YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. And it's amazing, yeah, you know, yeah. the stuff they're up to. It's fun, and um, you know, a couple of the couple of the guys I stay in contact with, like one of the guys. Uh, Tom Tom Adesio. That's Tom. Yeah, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Tom knows. <laughs> well, Tom. <laughs> Tom, Tom, he he did. He used to ride Goldwing trucks, so that's the biggest coup of them all, right? So, oh, yeah. Goldwing, come on, Tom. Hey, Tom, I still have your uh, your uh, sponsor me demo tape from my one and a half foot uh, uh, high garage ramp. Yeah, so. <laughs> Don't worry, that'll be going on the internet next, buddy. So if people have questions, they can call in, right? Oh, yeah, I guess right now. Yeah. Emily, you can, you can check to see if anyone. Call Pono. You can ask a question on the phone here at Pono and then order some Hawaiian food. Yes. That's but you know idea. what? Uh, Tom, getting back to Tom, Tom ripped. I have killer video footage from we used to go oh. to the, the ramps over uh, Great skateboard. the warehouse in yeah, San Jose. Yeah, for sure. T I'll give Tom props. Good Tom skateboard. killed it. Yeah. Big, big airs. So. 
Um, let's get back to uh, the, the Hawaii thing. So you, did you get out of Hawaii just in time, you said, before the, they shut down for the coronavirus? Uh, okay, so I, I got back, and then I was home for a month, and uh, I went on another Buell trip. We went down to uh, Cabo for a few days uh, to do some research and development and product testing oh. and uh, tequila so, tasting. But then I, then I got back, then I came back. R&D. R&D, there we go. And uh, then I get, came back and went, to, uh, went back to Hawaii for another two weeks. And uh, actually that was, that was the funnest time for me because uh, the, the swell pushed, uh, the sand made a killer sandbar out in front of Aokai Park. And it, it reminded me of the Murph days, but way gnarlier. Hmm. And isn't the barrels were s- insane. Hey, yeah. is it, isn't every day the funniest day for you, though? Yep. Just, <laughs> it just, if, if the camera could turn around, it's because my wife is standing right there. Uh, of course. <laughs> well, we're going to talk to her how fun her I days know. are. Yeah, fun, we're going to get, get the details. <laughs> All you have to do is just look at the smile, the cracks in her yeah. face because she smiles so much. What's going on for the rest of your, because uh, it seems like things are kind of shut down for you right now. You're editing, you're not traveling, obviously. Not traveling, just editing and actually... Uh, I was uh, I was on Instagram one night and I just got sick of looking at all the influencers taking you know the chicks with their G strings and and the guys with their money I, I just kind of got sick of it and so I started making a joke of it in a sense of like I'm gonna be an influencer so I I I made out this one video and uh, I don't even recall which one it was but uh, they're very good. It, they're it's, well done. Well, it basically, I'm just, I was calling out those influencers, you know, do something good. We can't do anything, uh, you know, well, help out the community, the before businesses. Before you go any further, let yeah. everybody know what, where. <coughs> okay. It's good. We got it. Thanks for that. That's why we're so okay, glad. That's six up. feet. I got three foot uh, arm span. arms. <laughs> um, but uh, where is the, inf- where can somebody see the influencer? Um, is that the is, is that at your personal st- information? That's, yeah, that's my personal, and then uh, it, which is at Miles Snaps M Y A L L S N A P S Miles Snaps Miles Snaps, and um, and a, as well as I'm doing stuff with Paul Locatelli and uh, Dave Nelson. So Paul Loca- at Paul Locatelli and at Nelly's Magic Moment. And is that what this Loco Television thing is on your shirt? Yeah, I came up with this little logo because we wanted to have kind of an old feel, and I thought the MTV MTV thing would as be as officially old as it gets, right there. Exactly. That's, that's an old, so, old feel. You know. Do you remember when MTV actually played music? Yeah, in 1983. You know. And, yeah, I remember. I was around. And I, I mm-hmm. actually, I used to work for him at one point. I worked with uh, on the street with Dominic for the Headbangers Ball. Hmm. So I used to do some camera work for him. Wow. So well, you know, fun. it's interesting because there is no music like that, uh, how it used to be on MTV. And I remember we used to actually go to Togo's here on 41st Avenue because they were the only place in town that had MTV. And we, it was amazing that we'd actually buy a sandwich and watch MTV and be excited about it. <laughs> the one over here where the yeah. goodwill is? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. And so... Uh, and video projects outside of the Buell stuff, what are you doing? Influencer, you're still editing your Hawaii trip? Uh, still editing Hawaii stuff. Still, I'm able to uh, 
edit stuff for uh, Buell um, and even do like flashback stuff, stuff I've had for the last 10 years. But I'm also doing stuff with BK over there at O'Neill. Yep. And, uh, you know, we've, we've got projects in the, in the works, but those are uh, obviously down the line right now. I can't really do anything. Musically right now? Is the band together? You're in a band? Is there practice going on? I don't want to hear it. We, I, that's the name of the band, by the way. Yes, I don't want to hear it. Uh, we... We got together, we decided we wanted to do it again, and we were waiting till after my travels to mm -hmm. get together, and then all of this has gone down. But we did, we recorded uh, some, some of, we're just a cover band, but it, it's fun. It's all old 80s uh, punk rock covers. No, it's great. In fact, I remember at a Santa Cruz boardroom skate contest, you played, the band played, and that's where you met your wife. Well, no, that's where she. Uh, that's where you banged that's where your she wife. First, no, she first. She first drooled <laughs> over me. That it was the tattoo. You were know. shirtless. I don't know. <laughs> that thing. <laughs> but that's a. Uh, what year was that, by the way? Two twelve, or that was twenty eleven. So twenty eleven, you guys sort of like kicked off this relationship. No, no, it didn't happen. It didn't happen that bit. day. No. no. Cole's barbecue was our first date. Okay, we'll get more from her about this. Yeah. All right, you want all the all. details. I'm the one that remembers everything. <laughs> Neil, you got anything? <laughs> I think he, are you the only person to take anybody to Cole's barbecue for a date? It's not exactly a date place. Well, uh, I mean, you Emily, may be the only one that ever took anybody to Cole's barbecue for a date. Well, the 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 thing was is Emily has she's restricted for what she can eat. Right. And right then she needed meat, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so she got a double patty. <laughs> with bacon in between. You did? Oh, yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, because she's allergic to everything. And so uh, that was the only thing she can eat. So I'm like, oh, let's go there. That was the only thing I can afford at that time, I think, as well. <laughs> but, um, but from that day, she pretty much lived. We've been together and stayed that way. Couple, couple of hiccups, but get over those. We're getting ready to practice again, and uh, I'm actually I'm, I'm I'm calling all the guys. Uh, Jimbo Phillips, Jimbo drummer. drummer, he's drumming. Yeah. We got Ed Greg and Ed Greger on uh, the guitar. No more Jeff Frady, unfortunately, because he's up in Sacramento. <laughs> what people uh, say? Hey, hold, hold, hold it. What's this? Yeah, it's like child oh, Jesus Christ. Christ. What's it got on it? Comment of the month. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Fig. Uh, it looks okay. like it's filling up with crap, too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's filled up in one of his sandwiches. We're playing it safe. <laughs> Hang on. Just beef it up. <laughs> oh, now he's stuffing it, Fig. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then there's Nick Davern. Uh, he's the bass player. He's, he was a local uh, punk rocker from back in the day. Um, so. Uh, you guys got social media for I Don't Want to Hear It? Yeah, I Don't Want to Hear It Punk. Or IDWHI Punk. At IDWHI or WHI Punk. Or Google is, I Don't Want to Hear It. I Don't Want to Hear It. Yeah. <laughs> And it'll probably tell you they don't want to hear uh, it. So. Your relationship with Tommy Chong. 
Uh, it goes back to way back, right? It goes back to '86. Mm, you talk a little bit about that man. Um, yeah, uh, I was working for a company down in uh, in Venice Beach, Bronze Age. Um, the owner of Bronze Age also uh, was the owner of Von Dutch. Yeah. Uh, the company that completely blew up. Um, anyways, uh, I was I was kind of fresh to the the place and. Uh, I remember this uh, this hippie came into the the place where I was working in Venice, this dirt bag, and uh, <laughs> the guy came up to me, and I had a bunch of earrings in one ear, and uh, he's like, "Hey, man, I like your setup," and I'm like, "Fucking get away from me, <laughs> dirt bag, you scummy hippie, dreadlock piece of crap," and basically he laughed and walked away, and then uh, after he walked towards the front door, my friends came up to me. Yeah. And uh, they, they said, dude, do you, do you know what you just did? And I'm like, what? And they're like, that was Tommy Chong and Cheech and Chong. And I go, I don't give a, can <laughs> I swear? I guess so. Yeah. I don't give a shit who that guy is. He's a dirtbag. Look at him. And, uh, <laughs> and they were just like, holy shit. So what happened was the, uh, the next day we were let go for three days because they rented out our facility for uh, a part of the movie. So... Uh, I went skateboarding on the, the strand there and uh, met up with this kid, little about five years younger than me, but we had the same, uh, we were the same at skateboarding. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we, we skated for a few hours and then we went to go get some food and uh, I wanted to go to the sandwich shop and he's like, no, we're going to go over here. And we ended up going to the catering of the, the movie set. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, Oh, I, I'm the I'm the co-star of the movie, and my dad's the star. And I'm like, oh, so your dad's Tommy Chong, and he's like, yeah. And uh, so we got our food, and we went into the trailer, and uh, we open up the door, and all I can remember is Tommy looking at me, giving me that you know the the dog where it hears a whistle, <laughs> that tweak of the head, and he's like, oh. You want to come in here and eat, eat my food in my trailer with a dirtbag scumbag? And, <laughs> and I, I, I mean, uh, we just laughed. And then I explained, hey, I'm from Santa Cruz. I'm, I'm punk rock. And in Santa Cruz, the punkers hated hippies. And uh, from that point on, it you was... You were friends. Uh, we were, yeah, friends. Uh, his son, Paris, uh, really, we just became best friends. Um, and it had nothing to do with his dad being a star. I could give yeah. a shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, 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 several weeks after that is when uh, <laughs> Tommy came to pick up Paris from my uh, my apartment, and uh, the my roommate at the time, I'm not gonna say any names, but was a full gangster drug dealer, and uh, tried to show off to Tommy all his different guns, and then took out his Mac-10 and shot it through his dresser <laughs> into phone books, through his clothes and shit. And then uh, Tommy was like, oh, yeah, totally impressed. Yeah, that's so cool. And, and then Tommy grabbed Paris, and I, uh, I walked him down. I was on the second story, and down below me was Aaron Murray uh, Fingers, as an old pro skateboarder. And, uh, but we were in the, the parking lot, and he's like, yeah, hey, uh, Hey, my, my son, I, I really like you guys hanging out, but uh, I don't really want him coming here anymore. <laughs> hey, hey, would you like to move up to the house? Uh, you can have the car, which was a, a Jeep Wrangler, and uh, you, can, you can live up there, and you, you could be his older brother. And I'm like, 
okay, why not? <laughs> yeah. So packed my shit up that weekend and uh, basically moved up there. And, uh, and worked, I actually, I ended up quitting my job and then working with them on the movie, which was called The Far Out Man. And I was, I was both in the movie, but just extra work. But then I worked on the movie doing some uh, behind the scenes video stuff and, uh, and then doing special effects, <laughs> certain little things. And then I did, <laughs> I did Paris's hair. I made him punk rock in the, in the, in the movie. And so uh, I got paid, paid pretty good for doing what I did and just yeah, having fun. Seven different jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So. Uh, so anyway. I mean, is that your big Hollywood thing right there? Uh. Because you've been doing all kinds of stuff. That's yeah, you know, I, I mean, I, so I, I started doing that, and then when I moved back up here, I was doing surf skate videos, surf skate punk rock videos. And then I moved back to Southern California, and then I ended up being the West Coast production company for Virgin Records, doing all their behind-the-scene music videos and doing interviews with their big, their Your big history stars. going back. I mean, uh, Black Flies for a long Black time. Black Flies. Yeah. I did Work with most Jack. of their video stuff. The first, the, they did their first video, but the next three videos after that, I provided a great deal of the video clips and. Uh, Screen printing too. Screen printing. I you like to do my own stuff. Yeah, yeah we we'll we can get there. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Screen printing. I learned at Harbor High, and then. Uh, um, You're a pirate. Yeah, yeah he's a pirate. Right, yeah. Well, part time because I got kicked out, <laughs> and then I. Are you then still, I went to Morello. Still, are you still doing screen print? I'm still doing screen printing, but not, not a whole lot because I, I'm so busy filming now. Right. And you know that. I'd rather be doing that than pushing a squeegee. Don't blame you. So, yeah. Uh, but I like I enjoy coming up with my one-offs, or if I'm working with someone. You Lucky, know. I see you made yeah. your mask today. I did my yep. mask. My, yep. my mask, and then my wife's, uh, you know, sewed it up. And beautiful, uh, beautiful. My wife yeah. made mine too. I'm not very yeah. political, but I know an idiot when I see one. So this is my political statement. That's your statement I guess. right there. Yes. I like yeah. that. And you got a question? Bonnie. Barney. Barney, always, Barney comes up for the show pretty much every show. Can't, yeah, he comes up a Barney lot. Comes up a lot. Well, he, he, he hung out with a lot of people. Barney, Barney got around. I, I've known, yeah, I, I've known Barney for a long time, not as long as a lot of those West Sider guys. Uh, he's a few years younger, but when I came back up here to, to work on movies, he, he was great. And actually, before he passed, he we were going to do, I can't remember, we were going to do something, but he was so in love with our band i don't want to hear it and i'd give him so many different shirts and he wanted to give me some artwork and i said i'll get it to you i'll get it from you another day because you know if you come to our house we have lots of artwork from all of our friends up and uh and i appreciate that all my friends out there yay love your artwork <laughs> yeah. it, it's fun going to people's houses you know and yeah. seeing what they've got and oh my god that's a that's a hudge painting that's a Mike Espinosa painting and you know all these other people. Uh, it's you know sad when Bonnie and Costa think since we've been doing the show seven years now, there's a lot of people that aren't around anymore. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my God, they're dropping like flies. It's ridiculous. Uh, but it's uh, also what happens when you get old too. Yeah. yeah so but it also the danger of doing drugs too. I'm not saying Barney did any of that, or I'm just saying in general those mm -hmm. just people. You run like, hard, you die hard. You know, it's life. Uh, and, or uh, when when do you? 
when do you give it up and <laughs> just kind of, you know, join yeah. society? Yeah. Can we <laughs> kick you out and get your wife in here for a second? Yeah, can of course. That, can you show me that PC so I can just sell that a couple of people? Sure, let's do it. Give us a second. We're going to talk about some sponsors right now. Give me that. Give me, give me that. Can I take that? Uh, really quickly, I want to thank uh, John Ribeiro. Talked to him today. He's still a Cobalt banker selling houses, and he's a skipper of the Chardonnay. I want to thank John Ribeiro, who is the real estate sponsor of the show. I want to thank uh, Santa Cruz Mountain Brewery, but the other Emily. I want to thank Emily from Santa Cruz Mountain Brewery. Sean Rovai from Farmers Insurance. Give him a call at 462-3222. Stealing all my waves still. And uh, Fig. What did Fig just say? My mask was a diaper. Thanks, Fig, for sponsoring the show for so many years. <laughs> Love your shop. Love the sandwiches. SurfCitySandwich.com. Yes, you can get it to go. By the way, Fig sponsoring my race car now. Thank you, Fig, for I want to thank uh, Timmy from Pono. We're here, we're here at P Pono Kitchen and Tap. Whoa, thank Timmy. you, Timmy. Timmy, thanks, Timmy, for sponsoring the show. Hey, you know what? Timmy's got food to go right here. I know. I've been watching food to go. you hustle it food to go sidewalk. really quickly. Chill Out Cafe, not open right now, but John Pickett, where they roll the fatties. The fatties. And Beach Nest Vacation Rentals, if you're wanting the perfect vacation pad in Santa Cruz, no better folks to call than beachnest.com. And also, H&H Fish, you oh. can still get. You can still get fresh fish from H&H Fish. Right below those Johnny's at the Arbor. Their halibut right now is Hans amazing. Is yeah, the halibut's yep. really good. H&HFish.com. Yep. Thank you, People's Coffee down the street. Best coffee in town. Open. Aloha. Uh, yeah, Aloha Island Grill. Aloha Island Grill still sponsored the show. <laughs> uh, thank you, Numa, for the great Hawaiian food and your long-time sponsor of the show. Also, I want to thank Seabright Deli. Seabright Deli still sponsors the show. They're on Seabright. Great sandwiches, great food, nice people. Timmy, get in here. Are you done yet? And also the wave clock, your nautical station for waves and tides, showing you the real-time ocean <sighs> conditions at the sick. Just go to thewaveclock.com, and they're also in the Zero Store in Capitola. Timmy, on the mic right on the, now. What's on the menu? Everything. Everything's on the menu. Poke bowls, uh, chicken katsu plate, kalua pig, chicken teriyaki. Everything. And craft beer, of course. Uh, and you can do what beer, you, whoa, beer whoa, to whoa, go, whoa, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is you, what's this? The Tayberry Cream. This Woo. is uh, this is from Alvarado. My favorite beers. Yeah. It's got a berry flavor in that thing, huh? The kettle sour. So we got these in cans and a lot of them. So you uh, obviously have been affected by the coronavirus. Your tables are all stacked up. Yeah. But how's the to-go thing doing? We're actually doing pretty well with to-go food. Um, better than we kind of thought when this all started. We didn't really think that it was going to be. We're pretty hopeless. And then as things progress, I think people got sick and tired of making, you know, food at home. So they started to come out and um, support. And now we're just, we're pretty darn steady with the to-go food, especially because the influencer over here. Load it up. The boy, thank you, uh, by the way. Yeah, everything that he's doing is just incredible out there. But it's, um, it's definitely the to-go food, it's working for us right now. And we're super we're psyched on that. And what time is the kitchen open till? Uh, 7.30 throughout the week, Friday and Saturday till 8 o'clock. Open at 12 p.m. each day. Get on the phone, everybody. Call Timmy. Order it up. One Your more. Chicken katsu. I want to say, Ed, say hi to Ed from Rogue Pies. I mean, dude, I've been eating some Rogue Pies, dude. You yep. can tell, huh? Uh -huh. But all these restaurants and everything, you can take care of yourself with going to see Santa Cruz Corps and get some of those LBs. I need to get the LBs off. I'm going to go back to Santa Cruz Corps with Jamie Jansen at SantaCruzCorps.com. and work on the six-pack. I'll go going on right here. Look at the ads, bro. Huh? Look at the <laughs> <laughs> Look at the Should we zoom in on that? <laughs> Look at Emily's like. Zoom in on that? <laughs> <laughs> huh? You see the abs? Huh? The sixer. That's a mini keg. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get Jared Emily on it was your ass. 
Okay. Okay, let's switch her in. Emily, come on in here. Garen's wife, Emily, is here. Hi. Um, I, I want to jump right into your mask making because this has gone kind of viral. She makes masks. And you, the, your, the mask you're wearing, everybody, is one that you made, and Garen's you made. But not only that, you're making these and donating them and distributing them. And fill us in on what you're doing. I am one of a whole bunch of people that are doing this county for a bunch of different groups. So I first got alerted one of my best friends, Marianne Sowie. Let, sent me a video that Deaconess Health out of Indiana put on on how to sew a mask and just saying the need is now we need to get this done so I started getting my materials there's a Santa Cruz mask sewers group on Facebook yeah. and it was started by Lisa Locatelli who got very impassioned when she heard that nurses were gonna have to start wearing bandanas mm -hmm. and she basically said oh hell no so she started doing this spoke with one of her friends Miss Penny Cotter and Penny apparently was the organizing genius behind this group, got it on Facebook, got volunteers and everything. They have 297 members, and thus far they have donated over 5,000 masks. Five, and who, they, who got them? The masks are going to local community members that are in medical, so hospitals, doctors, nursing homes, essential businesses, law enforcement, first responders. Right. They are all getting these masks donated, and that is through this Facebook group. Now, something that happened was when this started, when they started being sewn at the about the middle of March, elastic went on shortage. So elastic was just gone. So we had to come up with new ways such as ties mm -hmm, like this right? and just different ways to do this. So I contacted Carol Basile. Her and her husband, Matthew Basile, own Hearts Fabrics. Carol is on Seabright. On Seabright. Mm -hmm. Carol is also part of the Bailey Properties real estate team. I am also a real estate agent. I am with EXP on the Santa Cruz real estate team with Paul Locatelli and Brian Diego. So I immediately went to Carol. Carol stood up and got me elastic. I started doing requests from people that were in essential businesses, had parents in nursing homes, or were just fearful. Well, we just had Mark Taylor on mm -hmm. from Three Bros yes. Grows, and he, on our show yes. just this week, he mentioned you got masks to the yes. employees at Three Bros Grows. Yes. And he also said in the same sentence that his mother, who was yes. in an assisted care, got masks as well from you. Well, what, what he said, he said, I said, do you need any other masks? And he said, well, actually, my mom is in a nursing home. And I said, find out the head count. I want to give them two each. And he made the request, can we please have elastic so they can put them on themselves? Mm -hmm. They can't tie them. them. Exactly. So I immediately got a hold of Carol at Hearts, and she made that happen. So wow. I was able to get those masks out. I had another very interesting request. We are family friends with Julie Schneider with the Santa Cruz Police Department. Mm -hmm. She's the victim's advocate, and she, I did some for her neighbor. I did some for her and her family. And then I got kind of a horrifying text from her saying one of their officers is ex-military and medical and was going to get redeployed re with her pl platoon or group of 20, her troop of 25, and that because due to military regulations, they had to be within military color codes, which are well, tan and green. So they couldn't wear the white, They could not wear an N95 because it was white. Got it. So again, I called Carol, and Carol made it happen with the tan colors and the green. I was able to pump out those masks and get them to Julie ASAP because they did not know when they were going to deploy. And this, what they are doing is they're going to be all across the country they're going to go into medical care facilities and hospitals, and they are going to take the place of doctors 
that need to be used just for COVID-19 patients, and they will care for patients that just have injuries or non-COVID-19 related. Can, so I, can I just get back to that military aspect yes. real quick? So what do they wear? Oh, sorry, everybody. Yeah. So what, what do they wear if they can't wear a white mask? So what I did is I sewed them a cloth mask like this with military green on the outside, green thread on the outside, and then the inside was the military tan color with tan thread and brown ties. So it was all within Very the color fashionable. Jeez, and it was. best looking troop out there. <laughs> well done. But yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah I really the, appreciate that. The thing that got me started on this is that I'm asthmatic. Mm. And I had an asthma episode that was, I was on bed rest for about 14 days starting on the 20th of March. So I got to sit there. And I had to take care of her forever. <laughs> As I was sitting there on asthma medication, which is rust, and watching the news here and there, I came up with some ideas. And I wanted to help out with this because I have always sewn. I have a ton of materials that I could donate, a ton of time. People were asking this of me. And if I can help you feel safer, but also knowing these masks do not protect you. They protect other people. Exactly, right. If you were to carry the mm -hmm. virus. Right. We need to be wearing these masks. CC. I know, she, she brought notes. Know. I know, yeah, she brought <laughs> notes. Know. Well, hey, like, but my next question is, is, is there, uh, if somebody's like hurting for a mask, is, can they contact this they Facebook they, group? They can contact the Facebook group. They can contact me. And what is that group? The Facebook bot is Santa Cruz Mask Sewers on Facebook. Santa Cruz Mask Sewers yes. on Facebook. Yes. Okay, got it. And so if the Santa Cruz Mask Sewers are doing mass amounts for groups, I am happy to help out individuals. And I am Emily Mile Real Estate on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm happy just to make people feel more comfortable because I want us to be safe. Some of the big four to five masks I am concerned are giving people a false, a false sense of security, which may make them do lax social distancing, which could make this problem like go what on we're doing further. Right now. Yeah, exactly. I'm mm -hmm. gonna shower up as soon as I get home. <laughs> believe me. But the other. Oh yeah. Oh no. We <laughs> him too. Watch out. <laughs> She'll be running naked in no time. Oh, <laughs> great news. And then the other thing is, is that we need to save the materials N95s and then the backup materials such as coffee filters and such in the event that the law enforcement, the medical run out. Mm -hmm. We need them to stay in place so this can get handled. Well, so I heard coffee filters are a great mask. If you pro if layer them or something it, you do an insert but Got i really it. want this to be for civilians and mm -hmm. i want the backup supplies and the n95s to be in place for the people on the front lines well everybody out there uh think about what you can do to help your neighbors and friends and people in this community and because emily has done a great job thank, thank you emily and i'm yeah, one of seriously. you there's so many more people but right. really fast one thing is that hearts fabrics teamed up with the city of santa cruz to do a 10,000 mask project wow they got it done in less than 24 hours so they got the fabric they it took them a while to get the supplies but between the time that they got all of the volunteers they got that done Wow. So anything can happen. This is one of those instances where normally this would be spearheaded by the First Lady mm -hmm. and probably the Red Cross. Right. So in this time, we need to take it upon ourselves and just make it happen well, as a group. And kudos to Heart Fabrics. Uh, you know, Hearts is really kicking in. I think that's a, a great community uh, spirit. Absolutely. And congratulations to them. Yeah. And if you people out there need fabric, go support And they're Hearts. online, definitely, and I can't say enough. So I'm going to give this back okay. to Neil and get out Thank of here. Thank you, Emily. Yep. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. Look at that's your, look at your wifey, wife. man. Yeah. Yeah, you look at the hell good. Jeez. Yeah. 
Yeah. Man, no wonder she's keeping you in line. She's organized. You see oh, those yeah, notes, dude. Neil? I've she had notes. I, she's got notes. She, <laughs> she's scheduled. She's scheduled for the rest of the week. I can't. I'm spontaneous. Doesn't work that way with me. Garen, before we go, is there anything else that you wanted to add to let these people out here in the, the world of Facebook know what's going on? Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, stop thinking of yourself <laughs> at this time uh, and, and try to just reach out and help your neighbor or help a community, help, help businesses that are uh, trying to stay open and, um, and you know, trying want, to stay alive. I, I want you also to remind everybody about your social media because a lot of what we talked about, Hawaii, the footage you're talking about, oh, I, yeah. that's on your social media. It's on my social media, but it's, uh, a lot of it is on Buell Surf. Right. Um, at Buell Surf, and uh, and where can we see the uh, influencer? Influencers uh, on both on Instagram, and and I, I filter it over to uh, to uh, Facebook as well. So and that's G just under Garen Mile. G U E R I N M Y A L L. Yes. If you were to look for that on social media, M Y A L L, they'd track you down. Correct. Okay. And and uh, on Instagram, it's Mile Snaps. So it's M Y A L L. S-N-A-P-S, -S, and uh, yeah, I have a lot. Surf, well, skate, music, and You came by skits. the boardroom and gave us a, a little blurb and a prop on there, and I saw you've been going to other businesses in the community, and that's awesome, so keep that up, and you guys should watch that because it's, it's good to see uh, who's still here in our neighborhood, you know? Yeah, and go out and support them, you know? Awesome. I want to thank you. I want to thank Garen for coming on the show tonight. I want to thank you guys. And this will be the, this will be the first time of many he'll be coming back. Uh, <laughs> You can catch a show on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Google Podcast, CastBox, TuneIn Radio. Just ask Alexa, and she will direct you to the Alternate Radio Show. Uh, tune in Friday at 6 o'clock. We may do it here. We may do it at the boardroom. The Dead Campers. Oh, those guys are good. The Dead Campers good. are playing on the show. And you know what? We need to get Garen to play on the show. I don't want to hear it. Well, I don't want to hear it. Play on the off-air radio show. That'd be fucking sick. All right. That All right. Would, that would definitely. We can Thank shoot that from my warehouse. We can do that. Yeah. Thanks, Timmy. Woo! Thanks, Garen. Timmy. Thanks, TC. Thank you so much. See you so Friday. See you Friday night, six o'clock with the dead campers. <laughs>